All right, guys, welcome to this week's episode of the Reclaim Podcast. I'm your host, Leah Van Dolder, and I am so excited to interview my very good friend and very inspiring friend, Braden Usher. He is a coach here in town, fitness coach, owns an awesome gym, and I'm really excited to highlight him, his story, and just share a little bit about him, but also inspire you guys. You know what, Brayden, why don't you introduce yourself? Tell our listeners a little bit about you. Hey, Leah. Thank you for having me on. Um, Such a pleasure as I watched you uh, provide your community with so much inspiration, information, and uh, just happy to be a part of it. Mm, Thank you. So my name is Brayden Usher. Uh, I'm a coach, an athlete, and a business owner here in Collingwood, born and raised. Uh, I own train for life, uh, downtown Collingwood. Uh, we do personal training and similar to, uh, to Leah here, we really help people with, with mindset, with overcoming limiting beliefs and, uh, allowing people to discover their potential. Mm. So it's mm-hmm. a little bit about me and I'm excited for this conversation today. Awesome. I love what you had to say there about the, like your very end statement, just helping people discover their potential, because I think a lot of us don't understand our true potential and so many stories can stop us from doing things a lot of uh, subconscious fears a lot of limiting beliefs around ourselves can really stop us from achieving that true potential and I think your ride across Canada like that, I would love to hear a little bit more because for those of us, or for those of you who are just tuning in, Braden actually finished a, a bike ride across Canada at the end of the summer, raising money and awareness for mental health. And I am sure that there were some stories, some fears, maybe some limiting beliefs that you had to push through on something like that. So yeah, like I'd love to hear a little bit more about that. Hmm. I think even the idea of it was the first time that you felt or that I felt resistance mm. in what you said, precisely your story that you tell, right. Of like who you are, what you're capable of and these goals that you even dare to set. Um, so I think even daring to, conceive of something like that to think that I could be somebody who could do that was my first battle with with that story right and with those limiting beliefs and then I think with each stage between setting the training for it uh, leaving my business behind a lot of these things when approaching something new we have to overcome that identity that which we've never done before Right. Um, but if you want any part in specific, I'd love to address it for you. Yeah. Well, I really like what you had to say there about like, it's something new and you're, you are having that faith in yourself to try something different, stepping into that unknown. And that can be really scary in itself. And I think so many of us can relate to that. And so many listeners here, you know, they are looking to 
set some really great goals for themselves. And maybe it's something totally new, right? Like instead of taking the very, you know, uh, familiar dieting approach or, you know, working like a maniac in the gym towards something, they are trying something different, like a sustainable approach. And it feels uncomfortable because it's something new stepping into that. And I would love to hear actually, <laughs> cause there's like, there's, um, there's this quote that I really love. Like we all have feelings, right? Our feelings can totally run the show or we can take control of our feelings and act even when we're, we don't feel like it. Was there a day? Cause there had to be a day where you didn't feel like getting up in the morning, doing your training or getting up in the morning and doing a ride in the rain. Like what were some of the things that you told yourself? Because these little pep talks, they make such a difference, right? We are so good at either talking ourselves out of things because we don't feel like doing it in the moment or talking ourselves into things, even though we may not feel like it. What were some of those little pep talks that you would have with yourself that just like got you into action mode? I think the hardest of the training days yeah. because when it comes to the performance you know, all eyes are on you and it's a little easier with that, with that peer pressure. And when you're in the moment and when you're seeing that progress, but sometimes in the process, in that approach to accomplishing that goal, the, the, the training and that preparation can be tough mm. because you haven't yet, you know, you're not at the stage yet. You're not performing. You're, you're just in that, in that beginning process. and. Um, that, as you mentioned before, you know, stepping into that discomfort is very uncomfortable. Um, so some of those those training days where I was putting in, I remember like four or five hours wow. sitting on a stationary bike. Yeah. And I think in those moments, all you can do, and it was symbolic of the ride as well, is just put one pedal in front of the other, right? And so it's breaking down those goals to, okay, let's just get on the bike. Right. And, and then let's just warm up. And, and it's not, you know, I think it's daunting to look at four hour rides day after day, plus strength training, plus, you know, meal prep, plus, 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 right. Yeah. Just to put yourself in that place, get the first thing done and, you know, count those small wins. Okay. I'm here. I'm on the bike. I've got my nutrition for these four hours. Okay. I've done my warm up, you know, yeah. and you start to build those. And I think day after day, um, for myself, as well as I know through client size that those little wins mean everything. They really do. It's so, so true because, and I think that's such a really, it's such a great reminder because it is those little wins. They compound mm -hmm. like all those little wins and the things that we do behind closed doors, right? Like you hopping on a bike for four hours, but it's that little pep talk of like, this is a step, this step counts. And it kind of like you build your own self-confidence, uh, even with your self-talk of let's just focus on today. Cause really like that's, that's all we've got one day at a time and take that big goal 
and mm-hmm. break it down into bite-sized actionable steps. And that's so applicable to, to weight loss. You know, there's so many times where, you know, I'm sure you've gotten this too, Brayden, where somebody comes to you and they're like, Hey, like I've got a big goal in mind. Like I want to lose say like 50 pounds, but it feels really daunting. Mm-hmm. And taking that and breaking it down into those daily action steps and really celebrating the fact that you've accomplished and shown up for yourself, even though you may not feel like it, Mm -hmm. um, it shows a lot of integrity. And that's, um, I think that's a big piece in any journey. Uh, Anything that you're working towards is taking it day by day and that integrity, your character, it's doing the right thing when people aren't watching. So true. So true. And and really doing it for yourself. Yeah. And when we can realize that this is the, the, this, this weight loss, this biking across Canada, whatever that massive goal is, mm-hmm. is so much greater than the miles. It's so much greater than the pounds, right? Yeah. Because then that comes into the really the reason why why I rode was for mental health. And I was raising money for it. But at the end of the day, I was riding for my mental health too, right? Yeah. And it's, and it's instilling that own con- my own confidence and that that guiding light of trying to embody and become my own hero. Right. And I think that's what it's all about for me is is um enjoyment in the process, some self-exploration and and pride in discipline through that process of becoming my own hero. Yeah, that's amazing. You should see the goosebumps on my arm. <laughs> it really is. It's becoming your own hero um, and like becoming the person of your dreams. Mm-hmm. And I know that can sound so cheesy, but uh, one of my girlfriends, she had an awesome uh, affirmation on Instagram the other day. And she was like, I am the woman of my dreams. And I thought that was so great. And like, you're the man of your dreams and just like being your own hero. Um, and it has such an incredible ripple effect because, you know, you have such a powerful impact on our community and a lot of uh, clients and even our listeners, like they are making changes not only for themselves, but they have a ripple effect on their family, their partners, like everything. So it's, um, it's so much bigger than you. It's, it's how we show up for the world. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And I wanted to uh, pull out the point there that you said, Raiden, around, you know, you were riding not only for awareness around uh, mental health and raising money, but you were doing it for your own mental health as well. And I think this is such a great time to talk about mindset shifts and exercise, because I don't know about you, but I get this all the time from people who have you know, dieted in the past and they have this unhealthy relationship with exercise and they almost see exercise as a punishment or exercise to burn off those extra calories from the cheesecake that they ate the day before, or, you know, almost using exercise as a way to erase food. Let's hear it. Cause I see a big smile on your face. (laughs) Tell me about that. (laughs) Um, I, I have, I have empathy for it, right? Because I think really it's rooted in fear. Um, and I, and I think like, well, I'll dive into it, but I think I, like if we really distill it, it's exercising out of fear or exercising, exercising out of love. Mm. Right? Do we train, you know, for torturing ourselves for fear or are we training for love of ourselves? Mm-hmm. And 
you know, more specifically, yeah, like it's, it's not about, you know, the, 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 the step count or the reps or like, or what you do or what you lift or how much, how much time you're spending in the gym is not about tallying against, mm. uh, yeah, your, your consumption. And it's not, it's not like a point system like that. I think it's much more, um, I think if we can orient ourselves toward goals of that, that you talk about, about more energy, about clarity in your mental health, about confidence in yourself, those goals will be served by your training rather than you being a slave to your training. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good way of putting it. And I really like what you said too, around, you know, exercise out of love and that appreciation for yourself, because I hear it all the time too, through exercise, it's a really awesome way to again, show yourself what you're truly made out of and what your true potential is. And it's not just about, you know, the amount of reps, but it's showing yourself like how strong and capable you are, not only physically, but also mentally as well. And, you know, finding enjoyment in that because it's such a different uh, way. So if you can hear my cat in the background, she really wants to get in here. <laughs> uh, but the shift of perspective around exercise, instead of seeing it as this, uh, you know, this way to burn off calories or to, you know, lose weight, really shifting to, okay, I am like, this is something I get to do. This is something that I am fully capable of doing versus that I have to. So that shift in perspective, um, you know, and bringing so much more of an appreciation, like you get to move your body, like that's a privilege and getting so many amazing benefits that go so far beyond the scale, like improving your mental health, improving your mood, you know, improving your self-esteem and, you know, and making friends along the way too, right? Like that's also something that exercise brings people together. Connection. Yeah. Connection with uh, with your community, with your body, with the world around you. Yeah. Um, it yeah. allows you to yeah, move through a lot of like energy. I find that even, um, I, yeah, I think better. I yeah. get to process some ideas. Like for example, before this podcast right now, I went out, uh, just cause I had a half hour. I went out on the bike. I got some fresh air, got some movement and that made me feel a lot better for this conversation. So yeah. Even recognizing it as a as a powerful tool mm. that can benefit in other ways, but even just for your for your well being, for your performance, and just feeling good. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I really like too what you said there. It was just a half an hour, right? And you got a lot of benefit of that. And I think it's a it's a really great thing too. Just getting out of the headspace of oh, you know, I got to go spend an hour at the gym to get benefit out of it. It's like no, in actuality even moving your body for 15 minutes and like even that half an hour, you gain so much clarity. Um, and it's such a powerful tool. I think that's great. I, I learned how to start using exercise as a way to decompress at the end of the day and, or getting out and 
just instead of eating, like instead of boredom eating at three, four o'clock, because I was just going for food when I was feeling a slump and I was like, oh, I just need to get through or like, you know, boost my energy and just shifting that up and just getting into a habit of doing a quick 15 minute walk around the block. And it's amazing. It was just that little reset, reset, productivity, focus, clarity, and like it's such an effective tool. So yeah, I love that. And I think it's a good segue too into uh, the last thing that I want to ask you about because I'm sure you had like, and going back to this big goal around your cross Canada ride, sure. We kind of like, we all have these expected outcomes along the journey or these expected outcomes along whatever goal you are working towards. But I always love asking about the unexpected takeaways. Like what were some of the biggest unexpected takeaways that you experienced throughout that journey? I think one that I'm even dealing with now and, and in each, each stage of it, was that there's never really a finish line for accomplishment, for pride, for like fulfillment that even after something as, as grand as biking across the country, still now it's not like, okay, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's not your, your health and your wellness. Um, it really points to it that it is a a process that we have to live in, mm. the habits that we have to embody. Uh, because again, even something as big as riding across the country, or for example, last year I did a full Ironman, uh, yeah. which those listeners that don't know, that's four kilometer swim, 180 K bike and a 42 kilometer run. And you can accomplish these events and health, fitness, and wellness doesn't, doesn't end there. Right. right. That that might be, you know, a a prideful, you know, check in your kind of bucket list, but my movement practice, um, my, my habits, those, you know, injections of movement into your day, as we were talking about Mm -hmm. exist and they, and they have to for my ongoing wellness. Um, so, you know, knowing that from my Ironman, but still now even being surprised just in my, um, in the need for those small, consistent actions mm-hmm. of, again, self-love um, and not fear of, uh, you know, that I, I need to be doing this or I need to like set the next goal. It's just, again, even after something as big as that, showing up the next day because it starts fresh and I need, uh, to care for myself. Yeah. Yeah. I really, really love that. Uh, cause you're absolutely right. There's no, like our health and our wellness and our, our mental health, like everything, there's no finish line. And, you know, when we have these desires to accomplish things in our life, like I can totally relate to this too, but like you achieve that and then it's like, okay, now what? (laughs) (laughs) And it's good. Like, I like to take that, like, it's good information that you've got that desire to, you know, to, to evolve and do more. I mean, that's, that's just, that's growth. Um, 
but I really, really appreciate what you said because it's so true. Like even when you sign up for a program, right? Like I'm even thinking like my reclaim coaching program is six months. Like you're one of your coaching programs at the gym at six months. That program doesn't stop at six months, right? Like the growth does not stop at six months. And I think it's so good for every single like listener here and even for, for myself to be reminded of that is every day, like every day, there are so many things, even if it's a couple of things that you are doing for yourself and there's never a finish line and to take, you know, it's your race, it's your pace and it's okay some days to slow down the pace or you can speed up the pace, but at the end of the day, it comes down to what works best for you and focusing on, you know, focusing on that. Cause there's no, there's no finish line. <laughs> this is a lifestyle. Exactly. And I mean, I'd like to hear even from your perspective after people have fantastic results with you, how do you find that, that, that exit or that, you know, trying to integrate into their lifestyle or their normalcy. Um, what do you think about kind of like, you know, post program or post, you know, result? Um, what do you think? What do you mm -hmm. usually see? Yeah. So what I typically see within my, well, the six month coaching program, I'm up front and I say, you're making the lifestyle change and lifestyle changes they may not happen in six months. So the majority of people that work with me, it's a year plus, sometimes even two years, depending on what kind of goals you've got. And I think it's all around managing those expectations with, with people and also recognizing like it is such a valuable thing to have somebody there with you every step of the day. It's like that investment within yourself. Like it's a long-term, long-term investment. If you want long-term results, then you need a long-term investment. You need a, to invest not only in yourself, but to invest in somebody that's going to be there with you uh, every step of the way. And you know, when people leave my program, I should say graduate, graduate, the coaching and get to a space where they truly do have the full confidence that they can tackle everything on their own. It's amazing because yesterday I just got a message from a client saying like, I'm still doing everything that you taught me. Like I've got such a great foundation and I've continued to lose weight. I've continued to, you know, sign up for things that I would have never done in the past. So it's, um, yeah, it really is that groundwork. It's the skills, all the setting up a really good foundation for them to build upon um, over the years of their life. So true. I think bringing awareness to those tools as well that are so life changing. Like I know that you provide clients with, uh, you know, with weekend tools, with you know, some mindset around you know social eating. Mm -hmm. uh, planning for the week and these mm -hmm. things that these things, you know, we, we, we hope that people will use ongoing, uh, as you mentioned at the start of the call, um, that they can share with friends and that they can help other others in their community, other family members to also help 
overcome those limiting beliefs because a lot of times and tools that you share are not only servicing their health, right? But they're also, also, as you mentioned, helping them set, set bigger goals, um, you know, become individuals and accomplish things that they never thought they could have, um, you know, and, and if they can continue to that, if we can continue to do that, then that'll only help our communities and help the world. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That is such a great, I think it's such a great bow on this entire conversation and that summarized it so well. And Brayden, I just want to thank you so much for your time. And I know that the listeners here really appreciate it. Just hearing your perspective on overcoming those fears, overcoming those limiting beliefs and truly you know, becoming your own hero and untapping that potential that every single one of us has. And, you know, talking about some mindset shifts around exercise and most importantly, being aware and like you said, recognizing that your health and your wellness, there's no finish line. It's an ongoing journey. And you know, setting your your own pace and showing up every day and breaking down that big goal into those daily actionable steps and really celebrating yourself every step of the way is huge. So thank you. Now, for people who want to find you, follow you, learn more about you, where can they connect with you? Um, Instagram is a favorite. Uh, Coach.Braden, uh, B-R-A-D-E-N on Insta. Um, as well as in Collingwood, um, Train for Life. Uh, so Train for Life, thanks. And uh, Leah, I just want to say thank you so much. I always love our conversations. Um, it's always such a good time and surrounding yourself with others. So I'm so glad for our connection and thank you so much for having me on. Same. Yeah, thank you. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of the Reclaim podcast. Give Braden a follow on Instagram and take a sec to just go rate five star and send a review on the episode today. That means so much. All right, guys, we'll catch you next time. Bye.